0: locked on predators your daily podcast on the nashville predators part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Thank you for making Locked On Predators your first listen of the day every single day. We are your free daily Nashville Predators podcast as part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Nick Morgan. I'm a writer and editor at OnTheForeCheck.com, and I'm coming to you with an emergency podcast. Uh, If you're listening, I assume you probably know the big news over all of Smashville right now, and that is... David Poyle, the man who 26 years ago became the first and as of yesterday, only general manager in Nashville Predators history, is reportedly resigning at the end of the season, according to Elliot Friedman, uh, as of June 30, is, as is the date said. But that's not all. His successor will reportedly be. One of David Poyle's very first hires as GM of the Nashville Predators, Barry Trots, the head coach of the Nashville Predators from their inaugural season all the way up to 2014. Uh, yeah. Well, this uh, was not expecting to talk about this on a random Sunday afternoon a week before the NHL trade deadline. Uh, You know, a lot of people have have asked, is this a shock? You know, is this a shocking move? Should Preds fans be surprised? And I look at it like this. The timing, absolutely. Yeah, I don't think we're expecting this to come out the week before the trade deadline. And if I could uh, guess, I would say the Nashville Predators also didn't expect this to come out a week before the trade deadline. Is the concept of Poyle stepping down a surprise at any point? It did feel like we were approaching that time. Uh, and not just because of the Prez performance on the ice or the painfully obvious need for them to transition into a new era with a new identity and a new mindset but I, I think it was just, you heard the fan reaction. You hear some of the discontent. You've seen some of the media and radio shows around town, you know, kind of starting to push the narrative a little bit. And I'm not saying this is like, I'll blame the media for going after David Poyle, blah, 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 blah. It's just, it became too much of a distraction. I think after a while, I think, POIL status and the fan discontent with POIL became too much of a storyline within the Predators organization I I think for anybody related to the team to actively ignore and so I do think a change was probably in the best interest of the team Uh, I think you probably would have heard it uh after the season and i think it probably would have been exactly uh kind of what it looks like now which is david poyle stepping aside of his own volition whether it really is of his own volition is a whole nother story could be like that ken holland promotion quote unquote to get steve eiserman back to the detroit red wings only for ken holland to turn around and take the gm role of another team uh, six months later must not have been a very good promotion But I think you would have seen something that kind of resembled Poyle leaving on his own terms. Uh, As for the other end of this, Barry Trotz coming in. That's a bit more of a surprise. Now, I know that everybody, it's not a surprise that Barry Trotz is back with the Preds in any regard There were kind of whispers on it. You sort of started to draw your own conclusions back over the summer when he turned down a couple different head coaching jobs, said he wanted to focus on time with his family, and then bought a big old house uh, in Nashville. It kind of seemed like the writing was on the wall that maybe he was going to come back to the Preds in some form. I was not pegging uh, the GM role to be that job, although I know a lot of people were saying – uh, that it should be Trots taking over as GM, you know, I th- but I think also at that point people were just looking for any sort of name besides David Poyle to take the job. So there's two very interesting parts to this. The timing and the fact that Trot's coming in is a surprise. Let's talk about David Poyle's legacy in Nashville a little bit because that's something I don't want to get lost in all of this we know the past few years for david poyle has not been great uh, a lot of misses when it comes to putting this roster together some very bad very noticeable uh, there is a guy playing for the cl kraken right now that i think is a perfect example of that but i hope it doesn't overshadow the totalitarianism of his tenure with the Nashville predators, the total scope of the 26 years he's been in charge because he has done a lot to put this franchise on the map, so to speak. And he deserves a lot of credit for giving the franchise some of their best years. And a lot of that for as much as people want to talk about David Poyle's bad moves, like Ellie Tolvinen, uh, like, you know, the Kyle Turris situation or maybe trading away Kevin Fiala because he wasn't developing like he did in Minnesota and now LA, you know, there's, there's fairness in that, but I also don't want it to overshadow that David Poyle has made some great moves. You know, you think back almost 20 years ago now and him bringing in Steve Sullivan at the deadline for a couple of throwaway picks and he became a franchise player for this team. You look at him, Being able to take the Martin Erat situation, Martin Erat demanded a trade, a situation that looks like he had virtually no leverage in whatsoever, and he pried Philip Forsberg out of that. Another marquee trade. He made bold moves like the Shea Weber-PK Subban swap. It's something to re-energize the team, re-energize the fan base. And it worked, you know. Some of the Predators' best seasons were with P.K. Subban here. And David Poyle was brave enough to pull the trigger. So I get it. There are a lot of reasons to quote-unquote cheer for David Poyle leaving as GM of the Nashville Predators. I do think it's fair to say it was maybe the right move. It's time to get a new, fresh perspective in the important parts of the team building. But I just hope, in my heart of hearts, that after a couple of years, once things settle down a little bit, once some of the discourses settle down, and you know, some of the new excitement, you know, starts to you know set in, that we really will be able to look back. At David Poile's tenure, the Nashville Predators, and appreciate what he's been able to do to further this franchise. And I hope that and I hope that there are some of you out there listening to this that feel the same way. And even if you don't, even if you're somebody who's jumping up and down for joy, you know, toasting your cocktails, dancing on David Poile's grave, so to speak, uh, of him no longer being GM. I I do hope that maybe once the anger from this season subsides uh, and the frustration with where the Preds are at, that you'll be able to kind of look at this in retrospect uh, with a healthy perspective too. Uh, and if not, oh, well, uh, Barry Trotz. Let's talk about that part of this. That's going to be an interesting thing to watch. Jerry Trotz, well-respected around the NHL as a head coach. He's won the Stanley Cup. He helped the Predators to playoff appearances and playoff series wins. They had absolutely zero business in being involved in whatsoever. Uh, A very, uh, by all accounts, a great guy, uh, a great coach, gets the best out of his players, how is that going to translate to the guy responsible for building the team? That's going to be the million dollar question. One thing I'm excited to kind of see is, can there be some chemistry with whoever the next head coach of the Nashville Predators is? Uh, the The hint is that there's going to be a new head coach uh, as part of this whole thing. It hasn't been officially put out there yet, but, Uh, There's been a couple of people that said that's kind of how it's looking, which honestly probably wouldn't be much of a surprise. If you're Barry Trotz, you would probably want your own guy in there, maybe somebody that you have some familiarity with. It's going to be interesting to see if they can find some of that chemistry, because honestly, that was one of the big things missing from David Poyle's relationship with the last couple head coaches and maybe a reason some of these moves didn't pan out. You know, you look at, you know, Kyle Turris ending his career in Nashville on the fourth line, not necessarily what he had in mind when he brought in, you know, him, you know, in that big trade with Colorado and Ottawa, uh, you know, he brought in guys at the deadline, like Mikhail Granlund and Wayne Simmons and Brian Boyle. And it kind of, you know, you kind of got the sense that they weren't being used the way that Poyle kind of anticipated they were being used. Uh, you've seen some of that this season, Uh, You know, Phil Tomasino being sent to, you know, Milwaukee to start the year after a lot of talk in the offseason about them expecting him to kind of be the guy that carries that second line this year. It just seemed like there was maybe a disconnect between what Poyle envisioned and how some of his head coaches have executed that on the ice. Now that you have a basically a head coach coming in as general manager. That's a different perspective, You know, can he use his eye for the team strategy? Can he work with a coach and say, this is exactly what we want to do. This is how we envisioned X player on the left wing on the second line playing uh, since we have these two guys penciled in and can Barry Trotz kind of be like, "Okay, I know what you're looking for and go out. And either get that guy through the draft, maybe through waivers, maybe through a trade, and kind of be able to execute a coach's vision better because he has such a long perspective as a coach and can see things maybe a front office guy can't. I'm not saying it's going to work. I'm not saying, Oh, this is absolutely exactly what the predators need. I honestly don't know what the predators need. If you know, if you ask me, the list is very, very long on what this team needs to do to get back on track. Uh, but it is something different. I think it opens up a lot of possibilities other than just Barry Trotz, uh being a very, very smart hockey man coming into a front office role. Uh, is there, was there a better choice maybe I've seen some tweets from people kind of saying uh, they're disappointed that, you know, they're basically just promoting another, you know, friend of the franchise or somebody that the owners know or blah, 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 blah. You know, they wanted somebody to go out and get, you know, a flashy former player, maybe an analytics guy, kind of an up and coming uh, GM prospect. And I get that. But I think when you look at this from the surface level, this is the Nashville Predators, bringing in a guy with not only familiarity with this team but a lot of familiarity around the NHL, a guy who has been a head coach for a very very long time coming in and helping to put a winning team together. I think at the end of the day, that's the biggest takeaway uh, from this. Regardless of what your thoughts are, it is going to be a interesting couple of weeks for the Nashville Predators. Again, while all this is going on, uh, in about one hour, the Preds are going to be on the ice playing an NHL hockey game. Uh, they just traded. We haven't talked about this yet on a show. They just traded uh, one of their top scorers, Nino Uh The trade deadline is Friday. There's probably going to be some more changes to the roster before then. So this is just absolute chaos right now and we'll be back tomorrow uh, on monday morning we will have a full complete breakdown of this news of the trade deadline of the niederrider news what happens next for nashville there's going to be a lot uh to talk about over the next uh several months of nashville predators hockey so buckle up folks if you thought this team was losing some steam We just got a whole nother burst of wind, folks. That's going to do it for this emergency Locked on Predators podcast. Be sure to subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button and the bell notification so you'll always know uh, when we have fresh content out for you. Or if you're listening on your favorite podcasting platform, be sure to subscribe that way. Uh, That really helps out. Our numbers. You can find my work at on We have a lot about this uh cooking up that we will be posting out over the next couple of days. Follow me on Twitter, underscore NS Morgan. Also be sure to follow the show, L-O- underscore Predators. Tweet us your thoughts on this. What do you think of the move? What do you think of Barry Trotz uh as the Pred's new GM? And what do you think about David Poyle's legacy? with the Nashville Predators, all great topics of conversation that I'm sure we'll discuss with you guys very soon. Until then, we'll see you folks.